0: Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. My teaching is entitled, What hymn are you singing to him this Easter? And my text is taken from Matthew 26, and my read is from verse 23 to 30. And I read, And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, but woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and brake it, And gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. Verse 30. And when they had sung an hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. With Good Friday and Easter approaching, Christians around the world will remember the death and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And no doubt this story is quite familiar to many, but even for those familiar with the story, there is always something new. This passage of Scripture made a tug at my heart as I prepared um, this week's teaching lesson and I read through Matthew's account on the things that took place leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus, And in fact, what I'm saying to you today was not what I intended to teach. I did not want to say anything about the tug at my spirit, but the tug just won't let me go. So I had to go over reading the passage again and again and again to hear what the Spirit of God was saying to me. And here it is, verse 30. Um, He said, And when they had sung... And him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. That's all. I'm going to repeat the verse again. Matthew 26, verse 30. And when they had sung and him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And here is my question. My question, what hymn would they have sung on the night of darkness and betrayal what hymn would have been the last song by our savior prior to his arrest on torture and crucifixion this said Jesus knew who was going to betray him he knew who was going to take him by subtlety and crucify him Jesus knew he was going to be rejected by his disciples And he knew the one who was going to reject him on spot. He knew he was not going to receive support from his disciples, not even to stay up in prayer with him for an hour. So what hymn would they have sung on this night of darkness and betrayal? What hymn would have been the last hymn my Saviour Jesus would have sung prior to his arrest, torture, and crucifixion. Was it sad time for Jesus? Well, we know from Scripture, um, Scripture tells us Jesus was 100% God. Also, he was also 100% man. Scripture tells us he was touched by the feelings of our infirmities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his tribes we are healed what does that mean pastor Sandra well it means when children of God are not well when they come down with sickness ailments diseases coronavirus and all the maladies he is not only this is Jesus Jesus is not only affected how you and I feel but he feels them for us The same way you and I feel them. Why? He bore them in his body. He bore our sickness. He bore our diseases. He bore our uh, um, ailments. Um, He bore all the maladies you can think of. He bore them in his body. He took the punishment for them and destroyed them in his body. What do I mean by that? I mean Jesus took their intents against us and I in his body and exchanged them for our healings and deliverance. So um, when you give your life to Jesus, when you surrender Jesus as um, Savior and your Lord, all you have to do is claim them, claim your claim your healings, claim your deliverance. Yes, so we heard the human side of his expressions in Matthew twenty-six, thirty-seven to 38. The Bible let us know he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me and we hear again in 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 Matthew chapter 27 verse 46 where Jesus cried my father my father why hast thou forsaken me and to the spirit side he tells Papa God not my will but let your will be done so he took the beatings and he didn't say a word He took the jibes and derogatory words that were hurled at him. He didn't utter a word. He took slurs and spats and slaps. He did not utter a word. He took jeers and the digs and jabs. He did not utter a word. He took the betrayals and rejections by his disciples. He did not say a word. He sat with them and washed their feet with all his love. He fed them with his body and his blood, even though he knew one was going to betray him with a kiss. And one was going to take an oath publicly to deny him, and he did not say a word. He took the nails in his hands and his feet, he did not say a word. He took the thrust that was of the swords in his side, he did not say a word. He he took the crown of thorns that were curled up and thrust on his head. He did not say a word. He ministered in the bloodiest and most humiliating state that ever recorded in history to grant paradise to a deserving thief next to him on the cross. He didn't say a word. That was the God side that endured. Um the pain, the God side that he endured. So the question again, children of God, what hymn would they have sung on the thick of darkness and betrayal and the list above that I've just read out on that night? What song would have been sung for the last by our Savior prior to his arrest, torture, and crucifixion, where he cried out, Father, my Father, why hast thou forsaken me? What hymn would they have sung on the Passover supper before darkness and betrayal? What song would be the last song that they sung by our Savior prior to his arrest, torture, and crucifixion. Children of God, I've come to submit to you that the Passover hymn was a glorious hymn. The Passover hymn that they sang was a magnificent hymn. It wasn't a sad hymn at all. In case you're thinking, oh God, it is, it, 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 this, what hymn could they have sung anyway? I've come to submit to you that the passover hymn was the most glorious hymn why i have two meet meanings for the hymn that they sung for you and the two words are the greek words homni homnio and humus so it's homni and humus yes and homni And humnas means to celebrate God in a song and to sing to God a hymn of praise. Hallelujah. So can you see what I'm saying, children of God? The Passover hymn was the most loaded of all the hymns scripture can ever record. They sang a hymn and it was loaded with power. It was loaded with the power of God. It was loaded with glory to God. It was loaded with honor to God. It was loaded with triumphant to God. Huni and humnas means to celebrate God in a song. Celebrate God in a hymn. Sing to God a hymn of praise. That was what? was sung on the Passover supper. There was no need for Jesus to be sad. Why? He was prepared for it. Children of God, he was prepared for it. Watch this. Matthew chapter 2, I want you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 2. And we're going to read from verse 6 to verse 13. Verse six to verse thirteen, and I read: Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much, and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, verse 10, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my Burial, verily I say unto you, whosoever, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her. So can you see what I'm saying now, children of God? Can you see why the Passover hymn would have been so profound and weighty? Can you see why the Passover hymn was the most loaded of all hymns of praise? Can you see why the two Greek word "hymas" and "homne" means to celebrate God? The two, the hymn means "homne," hum, and "hymas" means to glorify God, to celebrate the power of God. What an awesome! Passover meal and feet washing service that took place that night. Why? Verse 7 again. The Bible said there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. Very precious ointment is symbolic of the power of the Holy Ghost and Papa God. Yes, this was what that was poured out on Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. To destroy principalities, to destroy powers, rulers of darkness, sickness and diseases, locks and disappointments, and every hindrance and, and death. The Bible said he took the key of death and he made a public show of them in it. Romans chapter 8, 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you and I. So the disciples did not understand it when they saw what the woman was doing. They had indignations against her saying, to what purpose is this waste? But when his disciples saw it, for this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor, but Jesus who understood his death, Jesus who understood his burial, Jesus who understood his resurrection retorted in verse 10. What did he say? Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. Children of God have come to announce, don't trouble the woman. I repeat, don't trouble the woman. I repeat again, don't trouble the woman. The woman understood the reason for the pouring. The pouring of the ointment on the head. Of Jesus. If you notice, it starts first from his head. Yes, from the head. The woman understood the reason for the pouring. She understood why she had to turn up at the house despite the indignation. And I can just imagine the disciples. I can just imagine their eyes. I can just imagine their remarks. I can just imagine their behavior. But she came to do what she has to do. Amen. And the Bible said that she, the woman understood the reason for the pouring. She understood why she had to turn about the house where she, Jesus was. Why? She understood the reason for the pouring. Don't trouble the woman. Yes, don't trouble the woman. Amen. Be, why? Because Jesus said... In verse twelve, for in that she hath poured this anointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That was the power of the Holy Spirit of God that was poured upon Jesus. Amen. To prepare him for his death, to prepare him. For his breast burial and to prepare him for his resurrection. May you receive this today, children of God, as you listen. And I am going to pray. Father God, thank you once again for these teachings and explanation into the scripture text. As we celebrate and commemorate Easter, we thank you for Easter and the meaning of Easter. We thank you for Jesus and what he has done to secure a ransom for our relationship with you, Papa God. We thank you, Jesus, for shedding your blood and becoming propitiation and atonement for our sins so we can have life and live our life more abundantly. I pray for every child of God who listens to this podcast that they will make their election sure because of what Jesus has done and the price. He paid to be our Savior and Lord. Your word said, when we hear your voice, we must not harden our hearts. We pray that this podcast will touch the hearts of your children, remove the stones and the clutters and the hardness from their hearts, and for them to grant Jesus the opportunity to live his life through them so they can sing from the same him sheet this Easter. I pray your protection by the shedded blood and the peace of God over all your children on the globe, far and near, across the world, this Easter. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Pastor Sandra checking out and we'll come back to you next week. God bless you.